happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. Last week, I was out at a customer charity event, so Lucas handled the podcast by himself, providing a nice roundup of dairy markets as usual. Well, now the tables have turned. Lucas is in Berlin at the Ukulele Conference, where he spoke about risk management tools that are utilized here in the U.S. and visited with so many amazing companies at this annual event. So I'm going to be your one and only analyst reporting on markets this week. And what a week it was. We started off this morning, Friday, trading on expanded limits in butter, nonfat dry milk, and then, of course, class four milk. And then we also saw some support on butter and skim milk powder on the European Energy Exchange into today as well. There was some interesting buying behavior during the U.S. CME spot session this week, which is helping to lift class four prices. Let's jump back, though, to the beginning of the week, shall we? On Monday, the European Union finally released their March trade figures, and we also have a glimpse into what milk production looked like during the month. Dairy exports from the European Union were weak across the board, with the exception of infant formula. There was an incredible drop in dairy shipments heading to China in March, of course, led by fluid milk and cream and whey. Losses were also notable in the form of skim milk powder and lactose. That slowdown into China was actually anticipated as large swaths of the population have been locked down for two months now, resulting in a temporary erosion in demand. In regard to infant formula, record volumes sailed to the U.S. from the European Union in March as nationwide shortages here in the U.S. sweep headlines. In regard to milk production, we're still waiting on a few countries, most notably Germany, who has not reported yet, but about 24 of the 27 regions have reported and milk production from the EU looks about around negative 0.3% from prior year in March. The High Ground team also released their forecast report on Monday with CME price forecasts updated throughout the end of 2023. On Tuesday, there was a surprisingly supportive global dairy trade event. Results were actually bullish whole milk powder as well as fats. Skim milk powder settlements were neutral versus expectations with cheddar cheese slightly bearish. This was the 21st consecutive auction where North Asia's purchasing volumes for all products fell below prior year, but the data continues to be skewed by China's historically strong purchasing behavior last year that didn't really back down until July or August of 2021. When we talk about North Asia, we really assume that a large percentage of that market share is represented by China. Overall, results on the platform have a key theme involved, which is rather optimistic, given that the rest of the world has stepped in to secure needs. North Asia's demand may seem unimpressive, but these are relatively normal purchasing levels from the region, especially for this time of year when they're typically buying lower volumes. Additionally, weaker demand for milk powders from North Asia was slightly offset by the region's continued uptick in butterfat demand. To read more detail, of course, on what exactly happened on the auction platform, please head to our dashboard and read our comprehensive analysis as soon as you can. And if you're not a customer, no problem. Just head to highgrounddairy.com and request a free trial today, and you'll immediately have access to about seven years of historical dairy analysis that we've been putting together. The following day after that auction on Wednesday, 
the U.S. April milk production report was released, and that was also surprisingly bullish with collections dropping 1% from prior year. That was much more aggressive than high ground had been expecting. Herd sizes were left unchanged, and the lack of milking herd growth somewhat surprising um, if those numbers are accurate, given the impressive 35,000 head build in February and March. That tightness in replacement heifers that we continue to hear, as well as more challenging future margins due to increasing feed and other input costs, must have been mostly the cause for not adding cows here in the U.S., Again, this commentary is just the tip of the iceberg for what we released this week, so be sure to head to the dashboard to read all of our reports that were out this week. And of course, if you don't have access, just request a free trial. We'll reach out to you personally and make sure you get set up right away. With that said, I hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll be on next week to recap um, probably China, New Zealand trade data, as well as New Zealand milk production and some other fun reports out into next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.